0: Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. Besides Hashem BPJ number twenty three. That's Panimi Joint Share number twenty-three. Before we start this share, I want to just review one main important point. Because we've been discussing a lot in the last few Shiorim about the physical intimate aspects of the marriage. I want to reemphasize something that should be obvious to everybody that the true love and the true connection starts outside the bedroom. And of course, you need both, but it can't be rejected. We're focusing on it because that's the subject of what we're talking about now, but one always has to keep in mind in the marriage both aspects of it, and in order for the intimate life to work in the bedroom, one needs to learn how to communicate all the time outside the bedroom and to outside the bedroom, not in intimate life, even in the neither period, in all situations, to always be kind to always be thoughtful, to always protect one another and be loyal to one each, o- to, to each other and to enjoy each other's company, to work on doing things together and develop that emotional connection, that friendship connection, that intellectual connection. They're all very important. I just don't want it to become, um, you know, unemphasized because we've been discussing this aspect so much lately and to realize that the extreme importance of enhancing the marriage in all areas and in order for the bedroom to work in a healthy way, a lot of work has to happen outside the bedroom in maintaining and sustaining and working very hard towards these emotional bonds and friendship bonds with one another between a husband and a wife. Today we're going to talk about some psychological barriers to having healthy intimacy in the bedroom, physical intimacy. What are the psychological barriers that hold it back? Now, sometimes it could be physical. And because it's physical, very often when people go to sex therapists, they usually align with urologists and OBGYNs because a lot of times the aspects of sex that are difficult could be physical-related, and that could be treated in conjunction with a physical doctor dealing with the physical symptoms of it whether urologists or you uh, you know the doctors but we're talking about here that once that is resolved and we know that's not the factor and it's more psychological and emotional aspects so we need to work on those things to break those barriers that hold back a couple from enjoying healthy intimacy because what one needs to understand, as like we said many times, is that sex in a marriage, in a healthy relationship in a marriage, is not only good for the body, not only feels good for the body, but it is good for your mind. And I dare to say it is good for your neshama. It is good for your soul, for your ruchnias. I'm going to say that again. A healthy, happy, balanced, joyful, sexual physical, intimate connection between a husband and wife is not just good for your body, not just good for your mind, it is good for your neshama. And we will, Be'ez HaShem, explain in shiurim, whether here or in the main groups, to explain why that is so. It should be self-evident to everybody. And that's the sad part, when it's not. And barriers that hold back people from experiencing the sexual intimacy or enjoying themselves, being together. There are many reasons. We're going to mention a few. One could be that one is very uncomfortable about their own body image or lacks self-esteem in regard to their body image. If they feel a little overweight or they're not happy the way they look and they'll feel shame or embarrassment, and that holds them back, that prevents sexual enjoyment. And no matter how much you love each other and no matter how much your husband tells you, I love you and I care for you and you look attractive and I'm happy the way you just the way you are and or the other way around, wife to husband encouraging, even when that happens and you have that full emotional support from your spouse accepting you for who you are, you yourself, because of your perceptions of your own body image or your own low self-esteem, feel inferior, feel feel embarrassed, feel shame. And that is an avoid that one needs to work through and work towards with love, with self-acceptance to get past that. And again, for the spouse that something may bother them about their other spouse, same thing. Also they need to work through it with love, with acceptance and work through these things together. And it is work and it is something that needs to be done. But once that happens, it, on, it, it basically removes that barrier and allows them to connect in a very deep way and to finally enjoy the sexual intimacy that they're meant to enjoy. Another th- reason why there could be a barrier to enjoying great sex in a healthy marriage is negative views people have on sex, which could be personal views, where they feel some negative aspect to this whole parsha of sexual experience, where they feel it very distasteful or demeaning or low, or it could be a religious thing, a cultural thing, where they view it as dirty. And like I said, it's it's a sad part and it's a tricky thing pertaining to entire life where we have to reject sexual aspects that are misused outside of marriage and in our culture. And in some circles, unfortunately, there is this concept that because it's so dirty, used in a dirty way, in the outside world, we have to fight it to the opposite extreme, which is true. For that culture, you do have to fight it for the opposite extreme. But we tend to overlook or not pay attention to the fact that when it comes within the confines of of a healthy marriage, that thing that's viewed dirty when misused is you is viewed as the most beautiful thing when it is used properly. And that is a shift that is a shift that is very hard to overcome. And and but it could be overcome by learning the right Tairahashkafa by going to the right marriage counselors, therapists that are Torah-based, that explains how the sex in a marriage between a husband and a wife is the most beautiful thing. It brings the Shechina down, and that is something that one can shift over time. Those negative views one may have had or those inhibitions one may have had when they viewed sex could be reversed and transformed into something to realize that it is a beautiful thing and it is a gift. And once you accept that, you can begin to reverse that old mindset. Mm -hmm. And you begin begin to, and you will be able to um, enhance that aspect of the marriage. Of course, emotional intimacy is a big aspect on on it. Because until you see sex as a form of avodas Hashem in marriage where Hashem wants it to take place. According to Your schedules, your temperaments, working it out together between the two of you, and that it is good for you. And Hashem wants you both to enjoy it without guilt, without that burden of feeling guilty about the enjoyment that you have and give towards each other sexually. As long as, as we said many, many times, that you're not neglecting the emotional intimate aspect of it and you're not neglecting the spiritual aspect of it and you're not neglecting the outside bedroom behaviors that you need to behave as we said in the beginning of this year but together with that you want to enjoy the physical both of you together and give each other pleasure and be on this journey together with it this is something that is healthy that is good and this is what Hashem wants and to remove that barrier of looking at it as such a negative thing and as dirty or as shameful and reversing that trend, once it's reversed, it opens up a tremendous floodgate of truly enjoying this aspect of marriage that really could enhance all the areas of marriage. Another psychological barrier that could hold back enjoying the sexual intimacy is mental health. If there's depression or anxiety, bipolar, and you're struggling with that, Then very often, if it's not treated well, you had a bad day, you will want to withdraw. And again, for this, you need to talk to healthy mental experts to give you the correct treatment, whatever the treatment may be, CBT, whatever it is, and work with a therapist how to handle and how to enhance the sexual experience, even if you sometimes have bouts of depression or have feelings of anxiety, and, and to work through it, to make sure that you have the proper treatment for it and then to realize what the triggers are and to make a strong effort because even people that do suffer from depression and anxiety when treated properly, even bipolar, they sometimes struggle with sex, like we said, but if they have the right treatment, they will not withdraw. They will engage and they will go through it and they could really, truly enjoy the sexual experience and it could actually help in the healing and and soothe their depression and anxiety by having this emotional connection that lifts them off their depression somewhat and relieves their anxiety to a great degree. So the mental health aspects need to be addressed. Another one that's a biggie, a real, real big barrier to enjoying the sexual aspects of marriage is obviously stress, especially for women. Here's where men and women are very much different from one another. When it comes to women, the, when they feel stressed, they don't want, they, they, it basically shuts down the sexual drive. When men feel stressed, generally speaking, they want to have the sex in order to relieve their stress very often. So when they're both stressed, there is obviously a disparity that could create tension. He wants to engage because he wants to reduce his stress as part of it and she wants to withdraw because that's the last thing on her mind when she's under stress. And they need to work that through. They need to work on tools on how to release stress. Be'at Hashem, there were shiurim, a Hashem will be shiurim and this is a main focus that we want to talk about in the Shalom Bayez shiurim on healthy methods on how to relieve stress, not to ignore real problems, to realize that some people really do have very stressful lives, but even so, there's tools and skills to uh, uh, to alleviate that and to help that in order to enhance the connection, emotional connection and the physical connection between a husband and wife, even if they're going through a stressful period. Now, this that we said, that for women, when they have stress, their, sh- their sex drive generally shuts down, while by men, when they experience stress, they want to have that sex in order to relieve that stress that's generally speaking. Sometimes with men, it could be the other way around too. A lot of men, when they experience a tremendous level of, of stress at work or wherever it is, some of them, and in some them will also withdraw, will also pull away. And that's also something that needs to be monitored and worked through. So when there's stress in their lives, they need to work through together and not neglect this aspect of their relationship not to um, you know neglect the physical intimate aspects of their relationship despite the stress that's going on in their lives another thing that's a psychological barrier to to um, uh, the sexual experience between a couple is performance anxiety especially by men that many have this built in expectation they're afraid of failing they're worried about premature ejaculation they're worried about uh, this, you know, dysfunction, and and, and so on and so forth. And their thinking makes it reality. And the truth is it can be helped. It can be helped. Part of it, if part of it is physical, you speak to someone that could handle it physically. Some of it is emotional. A lot of it is learning to get in touch with yourself, realizing on that unrealistic high expectation you have, and it's not just if you have that high expectation and you have this performance anxiety when it comes to sexual aspects, most likely you also have it in other aspects in your life, where you in your Avaidas Hashem and your learning and your davening when it's never enough and you're always worried and you have OCD about this and about that and and and, and, and you're constantly under stress that you'll never be able to fulfill the 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 what, what you need what you feel you need to fulfill. Very often your wife can be extremely understanding and caring and, and work through with you. Even if there is premature ejaculation or delayed ejaculation or problems with whatever it is and you withdraw completely, it's, it's a tremendous mistake. You need to learn how to accept, first of all, throw out a lot of the unrealistic expectations. Part of the sure is to realize what real, reality is and to accept it and to live like normal human beings in a realistic way, and never ever withdraw because of your fear of performance anxiety. They have to do this, so you have to do that. It's not healthy for either one of the couple. It's something to be discussed in other shiurim about how that expectation of performance, that you need to do this or that, or experience this or that, has to be sort of put on the side. And the main idea is to connect. Don't overthink things. Just connect. And of course, the barrier also could be is when you feel, you know, you're in a rut and you need to learn how to get out of that rut. And that's another aspect. So we talked about the various aspects of things to work on in order to remove those psychological barriers that could cause, an, you know, uh, a withdrawing from one another and not enjoying physical intimacy together. And of course... What's very important is, and this happened a lot in the pandemic, very interestingly, where they're very physically together, and they could be physically together sexually as well, but they get emotionally distanced for many reasons, and it's very important, um, like we said, outside-the-bedroom things, and some of it is, is of course, to stop criticizing and... Use that one-to-five rule we talk about a lot. Of course, it's better not to say anything negative, but for any negative thing that you may have said, you say five positive things, for one-to-five rule. Number two is you stop taking your spouse for granted, your husband and your wife for granted, and you realize the gifts of what they truly are. And that's one of the greatest matanis that Hashem has given you and is giving you. And you think of all the kindnesses and all the goodness and all the good qualities that your spouse has and you think about it and you express that gratitude to Hashem and to your spouse and you also do your best like we talked about coping with stress to work out an empty uh, 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 oasis just like Shabbos is a yaimenucha, we try to remove our worries on Shabbos from our daily lives of work we also need to do that at night when we come home from our stresses and even if the stress is inside the house with the child or this or that we need to find a space with one another where we could relieve that stress as much as possible. And another thing else is never to reject one another, not to reject one another in a spiritual way or in an emotional way or in a physical way, in a sexual way. If there is issues where one needs to withdraw for whatever reason, one's in the mood, one's not, or whatever it is, to learn how to communicate with sensitivity about it and to reach out to one another even if you know there is a no not to take it personally and the one who's doing that rejection to be very sensitive about it and that also by communicating and working towards each other understanding that no one's neither one wants to hurt one another they only want to build one another that also enhances the physical intimate connection so we talked about a lot of aspects today we started off talking about the importance of the outside the bedroom Aspects, and we ended off similarly. And we also talked about many barriers that hold back um, great sex that could actually happen in, in with a couple. And I'm going to reiterate this concept that sex in a healthy relationship is not only good for the body or feels good for the body, and it's not just good for your mind or, what, or, or whatever other side effect, good aspect of it is it's good for your neshama too. When done the right way, for the right purposes, and as to to solidify your marriage, and as long as you're not neglecting all other aspects of the marriage, then when a couple wants to engage in physical intimacy, to connect, to bond, and part of it is indeed experiencing that pleasure, that is avodas Hashem. That is avodas Hashem. The, the, the hanah does not take away your ilom abba, It does not diminish your of, 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 of anything. It causes the shechenah to come down. The more hanah, the more simcha in an unselfish way. And again, as long as you're not hyper-focused or not really focused on the selfish aspects of it, but rather to give each other pleasure, and when you're experiencing pleasure as well, that's a beautiful thing. And again... And we mentioned this in the last shiur. I just want to say it one more time again. There's some concepts, most of the concepts in the and as well as the basic shiurim that we talked about a lot in the main groups are main yusaitis that have to be repeated and and absorbed in the mind again and again and again. And to reiterate what we said in BPJ number 22 in the beginning and at the end is that the aspect of sexual intimacy in a marriage is not fulfilling needs, quote-unquote. It's not to have the wife feel that burden. I am there doing this for my husband, to fulfill the need of my husband, or to be there for my husband. Throw that out the window. Like I said, paspasali aspects and other things are important, but that's not where you need to be. The main goal is, and it was mentioned before in, in the chats and everything else. You know, people talk about chiyuvim. They're going back and forth. Does he really have this chiyuv? Does she have this chiyuv? He has a responsibility of Aina. You know, she doesn't, and and he, he 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 has he's putter. He has no responsibility for this if she does that. And we and like someone very importantly pointed out that we're so obsessed with what technically is a chiyuv this way or that way that we neglect the main nakuda of it. Is the idea is not about chiyuvim this way or that way. Its idea is about mutual relationship of connecting with one another. And the same thing applies to the sexual intimacy between a husband and a wife. It is not what one does to the other person. It is what they do, what they experience together. It's a mutual pleasure and connection. It's not something you do. It's something where you go together in that holy, sacred space of pleasure and pleasuring each other in the most right way possible, and that is what it's about. Bracha